Hello, how you doing? How can I help you? Can I please do uh, a Cabo fry, an Aussie fry, a Texas fry, and then uh, a Fruit Loops shake, please? Anything else? That's all. Okay, we got quite the app today. Guten Tag, listeners. G guten, guten Tag. Um, what do we have in front of us, my man? Uh, this weekend we're exploring the controversial <laughs> chili cheese variations, cherry chili cheese fry variations from Wiener Schnitzel. The world fries, as they call them. Around the world fries, or something like mm -hmm. that. I'm very, very excited about this episode. Mark saw in the car on the way to Der Wiener. I love Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel gets a bad rap. Mm -hmm. uh, it's nostalgic for me. It's also just a really funny restaurant. I think it's the funniest fast food. Oh yeah. What's your What's your history with Wiener Schnitzel, Mark? What do we got? Uh, I grew up going to it, although it was never on the the quick rotation. Mm. Uh, we were more of a in and out family. Mm. Um, Wiener Schnitzel is just kind of like the the distant cousin. Like you see every once in a while, you're happy to see him. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's not like uh, every day, every I feel week. That. I feel like every time, even to this day as an adult, when you see when I see a wiener schnitzel, I get like kind of excited. Oh, yeah. Because they're, you know they're not frequent. Yes. No, I agree. When you, when you ask me that question, those little um, corn dog bites, the little ones, mm -hmm. I picture myself as a kid sitting in a car Just eating those. those. Just throwing them back. Kid friendly. Yeah. Travel friendly too. Those are great. You know, it's it's. It, let's be honest. It's real hard to eat a chili cheese dog when you're driving, but this you could true. you could throw in some some corn pop some uh, corn dog poppers. Yeah, yeah. I I thought really quick before we kind of start digging into this. This is a really interesting episode, not only because I love Wiener Schnitzel, you love Wiener Schnitzel, um, the origins of Wiener Schnitzel tie directly back to Taco Bell. Interesting. I, so, I'm so not familiar. Glenn Bell okay, yeah. from the titular Taco Bell. Yes, I've heard of it. Um, out there in Downey, mm -hmm. right? Just slinging tacos. Is that... Starting to build his little taco empire. Dur so, uh, John, I forget this guy's name, the Wiener Schnitzel founder. Okay. He shows up, he's like 19 years old, and starts working for Bell. Oh baby, and he's like he starts rising the ranks. This Master guy's got apprentice? he's got fast food talent. He's he's just slanging tacos, and he eventually kind of like works up and like maybe start managing one of the locations, mm -hmm. um, and another investor kind of sees this talent as well and is like, I want you to run this new chain. Can I ask you a question about that? Sure, yeah. What do is you this is he a manager at a Taco Bell or is this before? It's like Taco Tia or whatever it was called. Well, because Glenn ran a uh, hot dog restaurant. Yes. Before. So check. So this is great. Okay. So this investor's like, I want to start a restaurant chain. I don't know what yet. You have talent. You're young. Like you, you got great experience. You're you're training under the great Glenn mm -hmm. Bell, and so he's like, all right, let's do it. He gives him like six thousand dollars to start, and Glenn Bell after apprenticing him or leading him is like, you should do, you got to do this. And mm -hmm. he's like, you know what you should do? You should do hot dogs because no one's doing hot dogs. Wow. So he resurfaced the, his love for hot dogs mm -hmm. and convinced the founder of Wiener Schnitzel to open up a, a hot dog joint. And the first one in Wilmington, which is like 10 minutes from my parents' uh -huh. house, uh, was on 
was uh, open on the same lot as a Taco Bell. Wow. As one of like the early Taco Bells. So he's a secret investor, I assume. I mean, probably, yeah. And, and he, he probably shared a few wiener secrets <laughs> along the way, you know. Different companies, though, because Yum Brands different, is Taco Bell. Different company. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, different company. Um, but it's just nice to know that, like, last week we were eating, like, meat and cheese in mm-hmm. some form. And, and bread. And this is just and, the same thing. Yeah. And that kind of ties into the whole theme of the world fries. Wow. So I was expecting like a like a scenting, you know, apprentice. Yeah. That went against his little tension. Yeah. No, luckily it's like it's all in love, man. Like they could have imagine they could have just been the same restaurant, maybe. Think about this: (laughs) a Taco Bell Wiener Schnitzel collab. Oh, dude! Combo Taco Bell Wiener Schnitzel combo. Yeah. Instead of KFC Taco Bell. Well, I'm actually happy about that, but it's more so the Pizza Hut Taco Bell that I'm not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah, so now they're blown up. They, I got some quick stats for us. They're slinging 120 million hot dogs a year. <laughs> so you go from just a, a quick little 66k investment for a hot dog stand. They're slinging 120 million a year. What's our population? 300 million. So that's I have no half idea. of half of America eats one wiener schnitzel dog a year. Yeah. So I mean that's beautiful. Uh, they're one on their website. It says nobody should have to live with that wiener schnitzel. Mm. Um, so they're they're planning on expanding. A few quick little other funny hits that I really thought really struck me um, were, first of all, Wiener Schnitzel is a, is a veal cutlet, a breaded veal cutlet. Yeah, pounded and then fried. Yeah. Yeah. Has nothing to do with hot dogs. Uh-uh. Um, his, uh, his wife found it in a cookbook and we're like, like this is what we should call it. Call it. And they asked, like, what's up with the name? And he's like, it beats John's hot dogs. <laughs> Simple man. Simple man. So we got that. Um, and, okay, so last thing really quick. It kind of just with some origin stuff. Uh, on the way over here, we were noting in the car how good this smelled. Yes. And I think it was coming from the onions. From the dog. The fried onions? Yes. So the founder of Wiener Schnitzel, when they first started, they... He intentionally just grilled onions so it attract people because it smells so good. That's like a uh, what's that Cinnabon? Cinnabon does that. They, oh yeah. They pump just out the cinnamon the, smell. Yeah. In the malls. Yeah. He's just a grilled so onion guy. He. I mean, talk about those two. How much impact they've had on fast food culture. I mean, that's a marketing tactic right there that is not just, used often enough. Maybe it is. Like, and we just don't know it. Like like H and M starts grilling onions so people come <laughs> in to buy some like fast fashion. Wow. <laughs> Um, anyways, there's so, a, there's a ton to talk about. And I have a, a lot to share on the history here, uh, but let's talk about these items yeah. so we can, uh, yeah, visualize we can start digging in. paint the picture. So we got three separate types of around the world fries. We have the Texas version of chili cheese fries, which looks to have <clears throat> cheese, onions, barbecue sauce, and bacon. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And that smells strong. Yeah. It's, it's very barbecue-y, which Texas makes sense. This one looks quite gross. Uh, it's the Cabo version, which has very prevalent jalapenos, pickled, of mm. course. Um, looks like raw onions, to be honest. Uh, chopped up tomatoes, and then like a cheese whiz of sorts. Just rings of Cabo. Yeah. And then the last one, the one I'm most curious about, is the Aussie dog, the Australian dog. Note, noted presentation on the Aussie chili cheese fries is like... Prettiest one. It's beautiful. 
the jalapenos are grilled beautifully. The onions are grilled. In fact, mm. these onions are raw and mm. these ones are not. What's going on there? What I'm intrigued about this one is it's bacon, uh, cheese, all that. There's horseradish aioli. Yeah. And I tried to look into Australia's association Ooh. with horseradish. Ooh. There is none. Okay, cool. It's a Eastern European, so maybe unless so, some settler in, or... But here we go, though. In classic Wiener Schnitzel fashion, mm -hmm. the name actually doesn't have anything to do with the food. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to dig Yeah, let's do the same one together. To Texas, and then you can share a little bit about what you know about them fries. Well, um, French fries have had a prevalence in the United States for close to 200 years. Thomas Jefferson famously brought them over. Mm. He brought over French fried potatoes, which is... Is that like in Hamilton when he said Thomas Jefferson's coming home? He was bringing home some bringing home. He, I, Funny enough, he brought home mac and cheese too. Um, and he was one of the first ones to popularize that. That guy's clogged a lot of arteries. Uh, but it's similar to how we do it here uh, with French fries. It's just sliced up uh, potatoes, deep fried till they're brown and ready to go. But chili cheese fries have a more interesting history because there's like five or six different people who claim to have made them up. Ooh, I love the drama. And the weird thing is a lot of them are da uh, Dairy Queen employees just from different cities. Whoa. So there's all these articles online talking about it was either some guy in Missouri or these two women in uh, like Ohio or something. There's Philadelphia. And weirdly enough, more than half of them... We're just Dairy Queen employees. Just like bored Dairy Queen employees. So Dairy Queen getting, seemingly has some sort of hand. twisted. They were just off off the rails, just going crazy, throwing chili on everything. You took a first bite while I was talking. How is the yeah. Texas? Um, it's barbecue forward for sure. Um, don't don't kid yourself. If you get this, you 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 better be a barbecue lover. Um, it's a little soggy. Yeah. I don't know what you can really expect with like fast food French fries with chili drenched over it. And I think it's important to note that Wiener Schnitzel's chili is is definitely a little bit more runny than your your standard chili. Well, they call it chili sauce, yeah, which scares me a little of, bit. It's more of a sauce. Why do they have to add sauce to it? Cuz it ain't chili. What what makes it what makes something a chili? You know, you're a master chili maker. I make a lot of chili, but I don't know what makes it a chili, but when they add a sauce, it's clearly not a chili. Something's up. They have yeah. It's like Lunchables. You know the little uh, pizza ones? Mm -hmm. It's not pepperoni. Yeah. Pepperoni flavored like meat is what it says on the <laughs> on the, the package I there. Mean, sign me up. So when they clarify that, you just, I don't know, makes me ask questions. Yeah. So it's bad. not bad. Mm. The barbecue is, it's forward, but it's a good barbecue. It's tangy. It's sweet. Onions are raw again. Although raw onions and, raw onions and chili makes sense. Mm -hmm. love, love some raw onions on some chili. But raw onions and barbecue doesn't. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's it's definitely a stretch. I don't know if did you do any research on Texas? Is Texas style chili cheese fries like a thing? Are people throwing barbecue on like? I didn't, but what I interesting because chili cheese fries are an American staple. You know, the diner prevalent in yeah. the 1900s. Uh, people went and got chili cheese fries there. Love it. And there's all these variations across the United States of how each region does it. Hmm. So you have like the Northeast that puts mozzarella Whoa. instead of cheddar. Um, that Italian Texas, Actually, you know what? Texas does do one, and they put uh, jalapenos, and it's a little oh. bit more of kind of a Tex-Mex flair on it. So so you're telling me Wiener Schnitzel didn't do their research? I guess not. Dang. And so chili they, cheese fries... they never are, followed the rules. It just takes... It's like this, uh, this amalgamous force that just uh, takes over the regional cuisine. Hmm. It's like a blank slate. 
What is it that about is true. chili cheese fries? I mean, think of poutine. Poutine's amazing. Think of carne asada fries. Like, there's all these cultures that have adopted. Lo- it, is that a forced in or it was adopted? That's know. a good. And I think, I think just loaded fries in general are having a really big moment. They're having a real big cultural moment. A lot of lot loaded of pop potatoes. Up. Loaded potatoes. Yeah, could be tots. It's a lot of tots. Yeah. Um, but you're seeing that everywhere in all the food trucks and and pop ups and stuff. All right. Should we rate this now or do it at the end to kind of get, get the whole... Let's get all three in there. Right. So we're going to open up... I think this is Cabo. The scariest one by far. Oh, no. This is Aussie. Do you want to do this Oh, let's one? do Aussie. Yeah. Okay. Mark's been really excited about this. I'm not the biggest horseradish fan. I'll, I'll throw that disclaimer out there. You know what I would have preferred instead of bacon? Like pastrami or something there's on some, this. There's not a... Oh, yeah. There's not a ton of chili on this one. The jalapeno is nice. The horseradish is not. I don't love horseradish and I'm going to... Also, take that statement a step further and say I don't like horseradish from Der Wiener Schnitzel. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is Der dropped? Do you know the history? Oh, so Der is dropped. Well, first of all, it technically, grammatically, should be Das Wiener Schnitzel. Again, they don't follow the rules. They're, They're just like, yeah. our hot dog place is going to name ourselves after a veal dish, and we're going to change the pronoun on it. Um, but then they dropped the Der when they were creating new signs. And it was going to cost extra money to throw oh. dirt on there. So they're just like, let's just be cheaper. That's all. Yeah. Kind of like when they chose to use pork hot dogs. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. Yeah. And you don't, I mean, you don't. Skimping on quality. You don't rise to the top of the hot dog world without being a savvy businessman. Yeah. Or woman. Yeah. I don't know if I like this one. I'm essentially avoiding the horseradish. I like horseradish. But this isn't horseradish. Yeah. It's, when I think of horseradish, I'm like at a nice restaurant. This tastes like a um, a spoiled, uh, like mayonnaise. <laughs> a spoiled mayonnaise that's like, it, when it went sour, it just got kind of spicy instead of being yeah. sour. <laughs> Say, to the extent that they like brought the barbecue game on the first one, they brought the horseradish game here in terms of quantity. Yeah. And it is much, my friends. Do you think Wiener Schnitzel is just as much a chili restaurant as it is a hot dog restaurant? What is, it, just what is a chili restaurant? I mean, that's actually not a thing. The only place I know, it was called Tubbs Chili in Culver City. It's went, a, it it went out of business. Like so there's years no, ago. I don't. But what I guess what I'm saying is like, like most, who goes to Wiener Schnitzel and orders and not like something other than chili dog? Right. There are chilies in everything. Right. I've gotten unless the pol- unless you get the Polish sandwich, you might be able to get a little freaky and throw some chili on that if you want to, like a little add-on. You Don't know, in my early twenties when I was making maybe twenty k a year, I would skip the chili at Wiener Schnitzel. I would just get the cheese. Uh, dog. You just you just dry you just dry throw mm-hmm. that dog back. Yeah, <sighs> it wasn't as good. Obviously, it needs the sauce. Yeah, that's that's something I'm afraid of experiencing. Like I love Wiener Schnitzel. I'd be afraid to like just try their dog straight up and be like, wow, this is a terrible hot dog. Mm-hmm. You need to cover it. It's good. I mean, uh, look, we can move on. <clears> we can move on. We're going Cabo. I'm most excited about Cabo because it's got a salsa verde. The, you know, it's a Cholula salsa verde. The, I would say this: the tomatoes are a little runny. I think it's like a, like oh. a cold. Oh no! Look at the um, shredded cheese that didn't melt. Oh no! Wait, so they shredded cheese and like chili cheese? cheese? Yeah, no, not good. I'm most into that out of the three. Did you get a good bite? No, I didn't get a good bite. <laughs> get a good there bite. There is bro. no good bite in this thing. Look at it. I think you just gotta open your heart a little bit to Dravener. Chili verde helps. It is funny we went to Wiener Schnitzel for our, our first LTO at Wiener Schnitzel does not involve dogs. You could think they could have just cut up some little hot dogs on top. Well, that's the thing. Half their items aren't dogs. More than half because they're a big burger chain too. Their burgers are good. 
I used to get the combo number three, chili cheese dog, chili cheeseburger. Sometimes if you're feeling real naughty, like a real bad boy, you go chili cheese fries with that as well. And, you, and then you pass out like an hour later. You know, I will say this was before we conceived of LTO. I had the Ooze Fest uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Is it still Ooze Fest? It's not still Ooze Fest. This was about a year and a half ago. When but is, essentially, what, what time of year is Ooze Fest normally? I don't. I don't know if it's a consistent. Uh, Do they fest. follow a calendar? No, I think the it's just as it inspires. They don't. They don't follow the rules, and I love it. But they put. They literally put oozy cheese on everything, so I got a chili cheese dog with oozy cheese on it. So it was a chili cheese cheese dog, or a cheese chili cheese dog. Um, is oozy cheese like a nice way to say just nacho cheese? I don't think it was nacho. It had a stringiness to it. Ew. <laughs> Like, at some point, it was real. <laughs> That's how you get botulism, man. <laughs> that cheese sits a little too long. Wake up dead. For me, obviously, like, Texas and, and Cabo are, are, top, are yeah. top tier. But no, we're in the same boat there. Aussie's got to go. I love, I love you, Aussie. I know we have a lot of Aussie listeners on the cast. Um, but good for you. Like, you guys aren't known for your horseradish, so mm -hmm. you don't have to take this one personally. To our two uh, German fans, because you said 2% of yeah, our yeah. listeners are from Germany. 2%, yeah, we're, we're pulling 2% from Germany. This one goes out to you. Yeah. Do you remember their ad campaigns with the hot dog? The guy that's running away? Yeah. Mm -hmm. His name's the delicious one. Did you know that? No. Delicious one? He's the most wanted dog in the world. Wiener, uh, hot dog in the world. Most wanted wiener, actually, is his name. I remember, too, they used to have those. You could buy antennas. I used to have, I bought an antenna for my parents' car when I was younger. I, I had was, one of those, too. It was him. Yeah. Just running. Also, you're gonna love this, Mark. Can you take a guess of what they're what they're you, you so um, you sign up for like Del Taco's uh, fan club? What's it called? Uh, what is just, it? Is there like, a name for it? Um, probably, but I don't know it. I should know it. Can you guess what Wiener Schnitzel is? I joined it today. You want to tell the audience what it is? Yeah, it's called the. Uh, oh, I have a free corn dog. You know it because I'm looking through my. It's stuff. called Wiener Lovers. <laughs> Uh, and this brings me to another point. I feel like that's why I like Wiener Schnitzel's like, I like that they lean into it. Like, Wiener Lovers is their fan club. You can get some, some smoking deals on some weenies if you sign up. I think the initial sign up is a free corn dog for those of you interested. Tell them LTO sent you. They really own the brand. Like, like it's, at the end of the day, like, no matter how old you are, it's kind of funny. Like... Wiener schnitzel is a funny word. Yeah, definitely. You got to play into the into the the wiener thing a little bit. They sponsor um, wiener dog races. Wiener nationals. I saw that. Yeah, which is the dachshund like races. But I think COVID cleaned them out because the last posting was from 2019. Do you think we should go to 2021 if they come back? I think we should sponsor it. I think I might need to just buy a, a dachshund and train it and win and become the. You know, it's here in South, the uh, Southern, Southern California. You know, one thing Bryce and I were talking about as we were waiting for our food is why don't we come here more often? Mm. And I think I came to the conclusion that Wiener Schnitzel is by no means cheap. It's not. It's not a budget-friendly... Like, at one hot dog, we got... we got Disclaimer, we got some uh, chili... <laughs> we pre-gamed. We pre-gamed with some chili cheese dogs on pretzel buns. And it's like three fifty each. But that's not going to fill up a growing baby boy. And, I mean, let's be honest. Like, a hot dog is was designed to be... It's, like, cheap at mm -hmm. heart. Like, I'm, I'm talking... You get a jumbo Costco dog for a buck. Yeah, buck fifty. It's probably about almost three times the amount of food as you get on one of these dogs. 
And so they tried, to up no you, they tried to upcharge you twice here. And we took the pretzel bun um, uh, upcharge. Mm -hmm. They tried to charge us for the beef hot dog as opposed to pork. Yeah, you gotta go pork. Just go pork. Just cheaper, but... Yeah. One more thing I wanted to cover, the A-frame building. Oh, yeah, yeah, give me the history of that. I, was, I, was I don't interested. know the history. In fact, I'm going to throw it out to the listeners. What is going on with A-frame buildings? Because I don't see any particular German or Austrian history. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're pretty common around the world. I think just physics, that's how buildings develop. Yeah. But why did Wiener still choose them? I wonder if it had something to do with they took over a building that was already in A-frame style. Because mm. this is early 60s. That's probably a vibe. And then they just became known for that. Um, I do know that the way they designed, they, once they started expanding, they intentionally didn't create indoor space on most of their restaurants. So any A-frame doesn't have in inside, Yeah, you can't right? sit inside it, yeah. And um, the idea is they didn't want people loitering like inside and like kids just hanging out all day and like goofing around. So they wanted people outside, they wanted to look busy. It's a community spot. Yeah. The, some of the early ones had fire pits in front. No way. Yeah. To roast your own weenie? Yeah. Oh, not... I don't know about Missed that. Missed marketing opportunity. <laughs> Could have been, yeah. <clears throat> I'm looking up the history here, and um, in 1962, Wiener Schnitzel introduced the distinctive building, a giant red-roofed A-frame with a drive through window, and apparently it was in Wilmington, so the mm -hmm. one right next to the, what, your childhood like Wiener Schnitzel. Ten, not my childhood one, because there's one closer, but like 10 minutes from my parents' house. Had but, I known, I would have only hit that one up. But you know what? They phased it out in 1973 and opted for in, uh, sorry, flat, uh, flat roofed buildings with in dining. That's just, that's really sad. And apparently, I think Wiener Schnitzel grew pretty big and mm -hmm. then declined shortly after. 70, late 70s was their peak. And so you have, this is a funny article, it shows all these repurposed Wiener Schnitzels. <laughs> Like there's this skeleton of A-frames that are that's scattered across the United States. And they're just new new businesses. And they're new businesses and like they're bright pink because this one's a that's really like funny. a drive-through chicken he, restaurant. So he's actually credited um, the founder of Wiener Schnitzel is credited for being one of the pioneers of drive-through fast food. And they they were one of the first <laughs> people to to introduce it at a bigger scale. And when they did, like seventy percent of their revenue was was by drive-through. Well, so. We're talking Southern California, which is the home of the automobile. Yeah. That's not, that's not correct. Detroit is the home of the automobile. Yeah. We are the... Home of being home, in your car. <laughs> home of being in your car, freeways. It's really cool just to see how influential Southern California is for like the fast food, fast food industry. You know, we have a special little surprise for you listeners. This isn't only a three LTO... Episode. B -b -b bonus bonus item um we got the fruit loop milkshake <laughs> i'm gonna die tonight i don't think it's much more complicated than a vanilla milkshake with fruit loops in it but i'm not mad about it so that's that's a cool thing about wiener schnitzel is tasty freeze is typically incorporated i think i think they're the same company tasty freeze is owned um, by wiener schnitzel no uh no uh, Tell me. Oh, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Foster's thinking Freeze. Foster, yeah. Tasty yeah. Freeze, I think, is owned by the Wiener Schnitzel Group. So you can get some pretty good... Oof. Oh, that is terrible. You know what? It tastes just like <clears throat> Fruit Loops, though. It tastes exactly... But why is it so bad in this, in this context? Because it's too sugary. Also, to be fair, we just crushed three World Chili Cheese Fries. And that's a... 
We should have cleansed we, our palettes. We, the, yeah, we needed a palette cleanser because that's like a really rough transition. This um, this is kind of like a funfetti cupcake, but in milkshake version. Do you think it's actually I, fruit I loops? I think it is. Wow. Yeah. But I bet you it comes um, pre-crushed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe with some like flavor, because there's no way it's like this flavorful. I bet you they just put bins <laughs> under the conveyor belts at the Fruit Loop factory. Just, and all the little dust no, particles they're just, that they're drop. just sweeping the floor. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I thought uh, crumb donuts. That's what crumb donuts were. Like all the crumbs that were left Smart. over, they just stuck them on. And you know what? I bet you some restaurants do or some uh, donut That's shops so do gross. that. Okay. It's definitely gotten better a few bites in. I think the transition from chili to Fruit Loops is a transition no one should ever experience. I think what it needs is like uh, peanuts. It needs a... Uh, uh, or like chocolate. It needs a texture like change. All right, let's talk about, uh, we have a yeah, very great. small new segment yeah. called The Therapist Corner. Mm. How did these items make you feel? <clears throat> That's a good question. Bryce, how did, how did this make you feel? I feel cultured. Mm. I feel like I just traveled the world, you know? I, I pictured myself there. There I was just in Austin, Texas, eating chili cheese fries. Boom. Wow. Next thing I know, there I am, Australia, eating horseradish. <laughs> Boom, there I am in Mexico on the beach, Corona in my hand, Cabo fries on my other. Uh, so yeah, I'm just thankful for that experience. I'm feeling thankful. You know, this milkshake has taken a dramatic swing and I'm loving it. We should save some for Marissa. Do you want to try some? Milkshakes here. We have a special guest, our first special guest of the, of the cast. Yep. She's a long time listener, first time Speaker. It's first time dryer. Um, you should get a spoon. Or you can I'll use my spoon. Well, okay, so this is... Go go ahead. Just take it in. Yep. Because we actually went straight from chili to that, so yeah, it kind of Yeah, do I need like a massive sodium intake before I smash this? Or? You might like... Your first impression might be better than ours. Um, it's so full. <laughs> wow. Like... Full of Fruit Loops? Uh, full body. Very... Mm. Like... Is there butter in here? I'm not... <laughs> it is creamy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of dairy, that's for sure. A lot of dairy, yes. This is... This is gonna hurt me later. This would be good... Um, mm. On like a Sunday. Like if it was not a milkshake, but an ice cream. Mm. Fruit Loops ice cream would be really good. Yeah. yeah. I want it paired with something. But yeah. Well, you know what they need to do? Full blend. Less, less blended in, and then just full Fruit Loops on the that's top what I so want. you get that crunch. That's what I want. I want mm. the texture. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm gonna email them. I'm gonna tell the most want the world's most wanted wiener that they gotta fix this a little bit. It feels like I'm camping and I got those little boxes of cereal, you know, like that you bring for the kids. Yeah. And I got wild and I wanted <clears throat> to have ice cream at the same time. <laughs> if you uh, if you love horseradish, you won't like it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a wiener schnitzel guru, so this is all like. This is good. We need we need the perspective because my my gut is that most of our oh. listeners are not big Wiener Schnitzel fans. No, and it gets I think uh, hate for no reason. Such a bummer. Wow, yeah, that Fruit Loop to horseradish <laughs> dip is gonna throw me. So, I mean that's a really big that's a hot tip for our fans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, definitely end with the Fruit Loop. Yeah. I would say do not no, go but back hold on. to the horseradish. Milkshake and french fries is a classic No, but here's the problem. Banana we're working horse... with like we're working with chili sauce 
onions, bacon, horseradish. Just don't go back <clears throat> to this fry. Go back to... Don't go horseradish to dairy. Don't... Or vice versa. Yeah. Or anything. Chili to dairy is, in general... Oh, I guess chili. Dang. Chili cheese. You put cheese on top of chili. I got a lot to think about. It's heavy. How did how did this meal make you feel, Mark? Um, I'm a little disappointed. Okay. Rightly so. Because all in all, it cost us $30. <laughs> and if I'm spending $30 at fast food, my family of 20 is eating with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You might be able to even freeze some and save it for later. And I think that's why I don't particularly choose Wiener Schnitzel often. Because if I'm going to spend... Eight dollars. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to In and Out. Yeah, I'm going to you, yeah. Wendy's. I'm getting a burrito. You know, <sighs> it's hard for me to say that because I do think people need to love Wiener Set some more. But you're right. I would say, like, cost aside, a chili cheese dog in a pretzel bun is one of my favorite things you can get. Oh, totally food. agree. But I would need to order like three or four of them. Yeah. And you're breaking the ten dollar barrier. You're just maybe a little snack. You just want a little hot dog snack. If I was looking for a snack, not a meal. <laughs> All right, Mark, let's rate this. Yep. Out of five wieners, we will go out of five wieners as a wiener lover yourself. Well, I'm going to start with the shake because that you wanna is... Go, you want to go bottom up? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's most recent on my palate. Yeah. You know, we keep going back to it and we're going to finish this milkshake. Uh, I'm going to give it a four, and a four out of four out of five. Really? Yeah. You, honestly, I've lost so much respect for you. For the, for the Fruit Loops <laughs> milkshake? Kidding. I'm just kidding. But... <clears throat> It is not good. Try bites, another bite. How many bites have you had? A lot. Yeah. But that's because I love milkshakes. And like okay. at baseline, it's going to be, it's going to be like, there's a baseline enjoyment that's there. It is not good. Think about, think about other milkshakes you had. Don't, don't tell me that's a good milkshake. I don't know if I had something. The, the Fruit Loop flavor doesn't work in this context. Weirdly. Four out of five All wieners. Right. I'm going two out of five wieners. Really? For this milkshake. I would never get this again. I could go my oh, whole life I would. and be cool with it. I would get it again. <laughs> this is the first time we've been this polarized on yeah, a topic, but it's, it's yeah. good. We need this. All right. So let's go bottom up. The next thing would be Cabo. Cabo chili cheese fries. We're going to be divided again. I didn't like the Cabo fries. Okay. Um, it was too gloopy. The whole, and the whole night was too gloopy. You know gloopy. what I mean when I say gloopy? Like you look at it, it's unappetizing. You bite it. Hey. You got big globs of cheese that hasn't. You got big gloops of cheese. Big gloops of cheese. Gloops and globs. I'm more of an ooze guy, less of a gloop guy. You're here. You want that? You're here for ooze fest. Yeah. You know. You're not trying to. You're not trying to get the gloop. Call me when ooze fest is back, Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> I okay. I'm sure they will. You can enjoy your gloop. I know fest, we're on Bryce. my radar. Okay. Well, what'd you? Sorry. What'd you rate it? Oh, sorry. I, I'll I'll give that one a two out of five. Okay. I'm I'm a three out of five. Okay. I'm a three out of five. Not gonna get it again. No, I'm not getting. Well, I'm not getting into the fries again. Not getting into sure. the fries again. Three out of five Cabo. It was it was the best flavor profile I think of the three fries we tried tonight. I preferred the Texas. Okay. Well, let's go to Texas. Let's go to here. Texas. So what are you giving it? Uh, too much barbecue. Okay. I think that was a slip of the hand from the yeah maybe they prep just, guy like, sneezed sneezed and <laughs> squeezed a little bit extra. I think if you pull that back, rein it in. Uh, I give it a two and a half. Yeah, there needs to maybe be a little quality control. Yeah. Wait, so you gave Texas the same score as? Well, I gave two to Cabo, two and a half to Texas. Okay, cool. You don't I'm, want to hear my I'm a, one. I'm a two and a half. Oh, we're we're agreed. Okay. I'm a two and a half on the Texas. I it was it was too much barbecue, but I know the flavor was there. The chef's intent 
I felt it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was just poor execution. Well, the quality of the ingredients were the best in Texas, I think. Yeah, for sure. They really they really put some love in that. Actually, you know what? I think the quality of the ingredients in the Aussie is the best, but it didn't pair well. Because I wish it was it, just yeah. We should have taken a picture because it was a it was, very it pretty was, presentation. It was it's it's an unhinged. It had combo. like caramelized onions. The the uh, jalapenos had little crispy edges. But yeah. all those things have no business being together. No. At least from a fast food joint. Well, I think if you remove the horseradish aioli, it'd be good. Yeah. Or so, if you're like at a, at a nicer pub or something and they had that, it's probably great. Or you're at Lowry's Prime Rib. Yeah. And I mean, come on. You, you're eating... Don't uh, be silly. You're eating horseradish and it drops in your fries? Yeah. Still eat the Oops. fries. Oops. Gotta eat these. Um, cool. Aussie fries. What are you giving them? Uh, one. Or can you go lower than one? Yeah, you can go point point oh 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 one. Yeah, I give forever just the head of the hot dog. So like point point one out of five. It's getting a little spicy. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't ever want these to be a thing ever again. Um, all right, guys. Well, in summation, I'm just I'm more of a news guy, less of a gloop guy. Yeah, ooze over gloop. Um, look, in general. Our scores varied on these fries, but you guys really don't need to go out there and get yeah, these. Yeah, don't get any of these. I have a weird appreciation for this Fruit Loop milkshake, but you, do not go spend $5 on it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the other thing. These are all $5 each, and per our scale, they would have to be five stars for us to be willing to come back. Not at all. Nope. All right. Well, we love you guys. Guten Nacht. Smash that uh, follow button wherever you follow listen. Follow us on Instagram at LTO underscore podcast. Yeah. Uh, guten, guten Nacht. Guten Nacht.